Hello, Bettys. Welcome to the show. Before we get to our guest today, I just wanted to let you know that we have such an epic list of guests coming up in March. We are talking about menopause. We're talking about autoimmunity. We're talking about muscle building. We're talking about recovery practices. And I don't want you to miss any of it. Even if you are listening to the podcast, you may not necessarily be subscribed. So you're going to have to manually go into your podcast app and press play. I would love for you to hit that subscribe button so that you are getting the podcast as they are released. It's going to make me oh so happy to know that you are a subscriber of the pod. You are officially a Betty in the Bettyverse. And of course, you are never going to miss an episode and be the first to know when it drops. Thank you so much. Welcome to Betty Bites, a decidedly delicious, short and sweet mind snack for your brain to chew on. I've gone back into the Betty library and pulled out my favorite Betty sound bites, a recipe you might say. It's bits of wisdom, sprinkles of knowledge, and a dash of dry humor for you to do and be better. I am a huge fan of the Bio Optimizers Magnesium Breakthrough. It has seven forms of magnesium, which is going to help to transform your stress and your performance and your recovery and your sleep to the next level. I'm often asked like, well, what are the types of magnesium we should be looking for? So there's magnesium chelate and citrate and bisglycinate and malate, sucrosomial, taurate and orotate. They have various effects on the body. Bisglycinate, probably the most bioavailable and most absorbable. Malate, it's found naturally in fruits, helps with migraines. Chronic pain has been shown to help improve depression. Magnesium citrate uh, helps with arterial stiffness. It helps with maintaining a healthy weight. Magnesium chelate is important for muscle building, recovery and health, the list goes on and on. You're basically getting them all in one supplement. Each supplement itself is 500 milligrams of magnesium, which I feel is such a a great dosage as a great baseline for most women. I have found a beautiful medium of actually cycling my magnesium. So I actually will take one or two of these. So I'm either getting 500 milligrams or up to a gram of magnesium, depending on where I am in my cycle. So head on over to biooptimizers.com forward slash better and use code better for 10% off of any order, but make sure that the magnesium breakthrough is in your cart. Don't be fooled by the frigid temperatures. Keeping hydrated in the wintertime is super important. In colder temperatures, we sweat more due to a higher metabolic demand of trying to maintain a core body temperature. We lose more fluids and electrolytes through our urine. We lose more water through respiration and just general breathing. And our skin dries out in the wintertime as well. We are a ski family, and over this winter, we have been using Elementee's Chocolate Medley. The chocolate chai is absolutely incredible with some boiling water, a splash of milk, and my kids love the chocolate mint with some hot water. This is our apres ski. We cozy up with Element Hot After Hours on our cross-country trails. Now, for a limited time, you too can get the Element Tea Chocolate Medley and enjoy them hot as I have been doing with this exclusive insider bundle for you. When you buy three boxes of any flavor, it doesn't have to be the chocolate, it can be any of the flavors that they offer, you are going to get the fourth box free. If you head over to drinkelement.com forward slash Dr. Estima, you'll see that exclusive offer at the bottom of the page. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com forward slash D-R-E-S-T-I-M-A. And tell me which of the chocolate melody you love the best. 
you know, when we look at the blue zones and we say, what are the secrets of these centenarians? You know, these, these regions of the world are, you know, they have little evidence of, of chronic disease. They have, they don't necessarily have access to sophisticated medical systems. And yet they have one of the things that all five of those, you know, Sardinia, uh, Okinawa, the Seventh-day Adventists, they all have really strong communities, you know, and I think we would, I would always say sort of jokingly that your networks, your social networks will reinforce your neural networks, you know, so I would, I would love if we can, and I want to get into the group uh, plans and I want to really dissect this framework that you've talked about in the community cure. I want to just for the healthcare practitioners that are listening and even for those uh, that are not and are looking for ways to affect change in their own lives. Let's talk about stats. Let's talk about what like loneliness. I know that there's no billing code for lo- We don't have a billing code right now for loneliness, but if you could, if you could go through some of the risk factors that we have um, for health in terms of data, like what is the data telling us in terms of how loneliness affects health and health outcomes? Yeah. So loneliness, there was, so there's, you know, you mentioned the blue zones. So the blue zones is not a fluke, right? There is data uh, that shows that, you know, that the degree to which a community, uh, a, a country or a, a community is integrated, the more integrated the community, the lower the mortality. So that was across a range of a range of countries. So obviously, when you have a super integrated community like they have in the blue zones, you, you definitely you would expect to find that mortality uh, would be lower and, and life would be longer. So, you know, it's not a fluke, then you get into, you know, sort of what I was sharing a minute ago, which is the, the, the role that different lifestyle factors play in all-cause mortality. So whether that's smoking um, or alcohol or nutrition and you know, social stress, which is isolation, loneliness, um, is a bigger driver of all-cause mortality than, than those, and there's, there's science on that. And then even at the, at the cellular level, which is so you can go from the macro right down to the micro, you know, there's, there's scientists that are doing a new, uh, new area of research called human social genomics, and this has to be new really because the cost of genetic testing and sequencing has been so high that it had to come down to a certain reasonable level before you could retest people like again and again to see what's happening. But ultimately, even at the very, um, at the, at the deepest level, at the cellular level, uh, you see that social stress is, is driving, uh, inflammatory pathways. There was one stat that I have in the book, which is that if you're subject to a, targeted rejection, which is someone intending to break a social bond with you, like a divorce or you get fired from your job, your risk of depression goes up by 22 times or 21 times. So, and that's targeted rejection. If it's just general rejection, like a whole division, you know, gets fired, then that's only a a two time risk of depression, but a 21 time risk of depression because it's targeted rejection. So, you know, those, those kind of stats were super interesting, but then you start looking at it across like different disease categories. You know, what is the best predictor of whether um, someone, a woman with epithelial cancer will survive? It's a social network. Uh, It goes across all the chronic diseases. I am incredibly bullish on sauna as a therapy for recovery, heart health, and overall aging well. 
I personally decided on an infrared sauna from Sunlighten because of the range of far wavelengths and near infrared wavelengths that it offers. Saunas help with detoxification and rejuvenation to rid your body of toxins. It helps with heart health by improving circulation, reducing blood pressure, and helping keep the arteries supple. It helps with muscle recovery by easing the tension and soreness to recover faster. And of course, stress reduction with the warmth and the relaxation of sitting in a sauna. It's crucial for hormonal balance and achieving a state of well-being necessary for a strong physique and a strong mind. If you visit sunlighten.com slash better and use code better to get a discount, that is sunlighten, S-U-N-L-I-G-H-T-E-N.com slash B-E-T-T-E-R and use code better at checkout. So the reason why these groups are so effective is because one, you're solving the biggest factor, you're solving loneliness. But more importantly, I think you're actually creating a structure where people can execute on the healthy behaviors, Mm -hmm. right? Because, you know, most of it is being that, you know, if you look at Okinawa, you know, is it that or, you know, the Seventh-day Adventists, is it because they're not lonely or is it because the culture just determines that, like, let's say the Seventh-day Adventists, I mean, the Seventh-day Adventists are in Loma Linda, California. That's in the Los Angeles Bowl. That is, right. you know, that is not a, like a pristine environment like you might argue that, say, Nicoya in Costa Rica is. Right, but right. These guys fast one day a week. They, you know, they have exercise built into it. In Okinawa, you know, standing up and down, you know, sitting and standing 25 times a day, you know, older people, that's unbelievably healthy. Uh, these are functional movements that, that can be used. So each one of these cultures, like in Sardinia, it's not everyone in Sardinia, it's these hill farmers that walk their sheep, you know, to the top of the hill and back and they're 95 years old. Mm-hmm. So like that's, you know, that there's some inbuilt structure where people are sort of getting healthy behaviors that's inbuilt to the culture and reinforced by the community. So, you know, ultimately what we're doing with the group visits is just doing that because, you know, one of the things that's been amazing to learn, and I learned this from Terry Walls, who I'm sure most of your community is is familiar with, she reversed her own MS, right? Incredible story. So she reverses her own MS. The number of people that want to see her goes through the roof, just like Cleveland Clinic. And so she has to start doing groups to keep up. And what does she find? And this is incredible. If you can get, if you can understand the implications of this, I think you really start to understand the, the reason why, the reason why the transformation of healthcare that we're about to undergo has to happen. So Terry Wall starts these groups, and bear in mind, these people are coming to do the Walls Protocol from Terry Walls, and yet in these groups. The people who have MS and have made progress in the groups themselves are more inspiring to the new people than Terry Walls herself. And Terry Walls reversed her chronic, you know, her her MS. So in that way, you start to see that like, you know, even health practitioners like yourself, you know, your patients, you walk the talk, right? You're healthy and you glow and you look amazing and I think the patients who have a, have a chronic illness are thinking to themselves in the background, you don't know what it's like to be me, right? You have no idea what it's like to have the situation that I'm in. And I'm glad that you're an expert, but you don't know. And ultimately, I think that's the solution that these groups provide that we have to build into the future of healthcare, where we have to be able to show people examples of people just like them who have the same 
exact set of circumstances and we're able to beat it because we're sort of moving from this era of the expert to this, you know, real value of like peer to peer. And I think that maybe we've been doing our patients a disservice by in a certain way, by walking the talk. And that sounds crazy because forever for the last 20 years, we'd be saying everyone's going to walk the talk. But that example just showed, showed me how powerful, you know, the, the value of, other peers were in reversing chronic illness. And that's why Terry Wall said now that she's done it in a group, she'll never go back to one-on-one yeah. because she recognizes like the, the, the hard thing about the walls protocol is getting people to eat nine cups of vegetables a day. What would inspire someone to do that? And in, in a lot of cases, it's someone just like them who's showing progress and they can see and go, I want to be like that person. All right, Bettys, if you found that that little snippet wet your appetite and you are looking for more, you can go to our show notes for this episode. And in the show notes, we will have a link for you to click on and it will bring you to the full, robust, juicy conversation. 